Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Put Me Where Podcast, episode 61. I am your host, Andrew Gomez, a.k.a. The Mez, joined today by my lovely, wonderful, beautiful co-host. To my left, we have the 10th wonder of the world, Dickalicious himself, Richard Garcia. What is going on, everyone? Happy Thursday and happy day to all of you. And also joining us today, you know him, you love him. He is the Pinoy powerhouse, Byron Pagdalao. Happy Turds Day, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What what a show we have for you guys this week. A lot of great wrestling going on. A lot of things going on in the world of wrestling. And, um, you know, I'm just trying to stall some time while this intro music winds <laughs> down. Uh, but how are you guys doing? Doing well. How are you? Um, I'm doing great. I'm I doing great. C- I'm glad this week's almost over. Um, one more day into Friday, and then we're off on the weekend, gentlemen. We get to watch Super Showdown Ooh. tomorrow morning. Wow. And the weather's good, so the nipples can come out. So <laughs> that's always good. It's going to be like at least 100 plus degrees in Saudi Arabia. Oh, wait. Jetta. Sorry. No, it's Saudi Arabia. We, we, we make let's sure just, to Yeah, let's blast. just call them out. It's, it is, is Saudi Arabia. Is that a city? Jetta is in Saudi Arabia. Oh. Yeah. Um, I don't know. My voice is back, so that's a, that's a thing. Welcome that's a back. Word. Feeling Woo. a lot better. Well, it's not. It's not one thousand <laughs> percent. It's about eight hundred. It's right not now. Bobby Root theme song, glorious. Yeah, it's not boring us loud yet. Um, but let's get into our sponsor this week. You know them. You love them. Lapelia.com. Make sure you go there. Check them out. They got a lot of cool wrestling stuff. You got. They got pins. They got stickers. They got T-shirts. They got hoodies. They got whatever you're looking for. They are. Probably the one of the best uh, online wrestling retailers on the market. So make sure to go to Pelia, and when you buy some stuff, make sure you use our promo code PUTMEOVER. And in turn, that website is going to put you over, and you're going to get 20% off your entire order. Um, they got, they're actually going to be releasing some really cool stuff. They have a lot of stuff left over from StarCast, a lot of exclusive stuff from StarCast. Make sure you guys get your hands on that because it is going to sell out fast. Ah, oh. We also have our web store. I have a hard time putting ourselves over. Uh, PutMeOver.com. If you were looking for some personalized PutMeOver merchandise, look no further. Go to our web store, and you will find um, some of the hottest in PutMeOver merchandise. The only place you will find PutMeOver merchandise. We got stickers. We got hoodies. We got shirts. We got totes. We got cases for your phone. And it's all gonna be—it's all great stuff, honestly. Um, I, I have a tote, I have a shirt, um, I have a phone case. I got the stickers, dude. We're we're rolling, baby. We we probably made zero dollars. Seventy-two cents, I think. Seventy-two cents. So all right, where we're at right now. Uh, we should get a Patreon going. I feel like a Patreon. We can we just cuss. Oh wait, we cuss anyway. Well, we'd have to do like a—I don't know. I don't know what 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 things could we do for the the audience out there. Talk to give them a porn. little bit more, you know, like extra, put me over extras or something. Something. Um, it's it's all work in progress. We're we're thinking about that. WIP. But I mean, I would love I would love to have uh, some some support, so we can maybe upgrade our studios, maybe upgrade our lighting, maybe upgrade. There's things we can upgrade around here. Uh, so maybe a Patreon, I think, should be in our future. We soon. should call it the Put Me Over Think Tank. Ooh, Ooh. I like that. Uh, where we could just book. We could do retro. I don't know. We'll figure we'll it out. We'll figure it out. We'll fix this in editing. Um, like I said, this is all a work in progress, everyone. Yeah, but thank you guys for joining us and uh, listening, downloading, telling your friends, telling your neighbors, telling your friends' neighbors. 
Uh, we, we're having a lot of fun doing the show, and we wouldn't do it without you guys. Well, we would, but it, it's nice to have an audience out there. Um, shouts out to all of our fans around the world. Iceland is another one that just picked up our, our podcast. So. I, 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 oh, nice. Uh, yeah, so Glacier is our listener out there <laughs> listening pick. to us. Um, but, yeah, thank you, guys. We're on Spotify, YouTube, YouPorn. Are, not, are we still on YouPorn? Yeah, of course. Yeah, we're still uploading to Pornhub. YouPorn. Uh, Pornhub. That's where we're at. Uh, Pornhub. Pornhub. That's where it's at. YouPorn. What's that? Uh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming uh. YouTube for porn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's where. Uh, I heard. I heard about it. Uh, I might. I might know about yeah. it. With that said, let's get into the news. Let's get into some dicks, dirty news. What? Take it away, Dick. All right, guys. Uh, I I found this story uh, the, actually just a few a uh, few minutes ago, actually, and this happened over uh, this past Sunday in Portland at a Ring of Honor show. This involved a fan and uh, two members of the Allure. Uh, the Allure is actually the, uh, Ring of Honor's version of the Beautiful People. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with the Beautiful People from TNA. Awesome song. Angelina Angelina Love and um, Velvet Sky. You said Allure, and I was like, wait, there's already the Elite. There's the Allure now? There is the Allure. That's actually there. That's actually uh, Ring of Honor's version of a TNA stable back in the 2000s. The Allure. The, the, the Allure. Allure. <laughs> oh, that's cool. So, yeah. But yeah, anyways. Um, I remember th- I remember the beautiful people. But, okay. Angela Love. Um, Velvet Sky. Velvet Sky. And, and Madison Rain was the other Rain. one. Yes. But, yeah. so, but two of them are actually in Ring of Honor, and they're doing their own version. Uh, point I'm bringing up is that uh, this past Sunday... Uh, Mandy Ro- uh, Mandy Leon, who's actually in the Allure, her and um, Velvet Sky, they got involved in an altercation with a fan. And um, depends on who you ask. Um, it was either the fan who was being the instigator or the girls are being instigators. Um, um, the reports indicate that um, the, the, the fan was indeed being verbally abusive to the ladies. Ooh. And it got to the point where, like, um, one of them, uh, Mandy Leon, actually ended up spitting at him and cutting them out. Holy shit. So... I don't know. I don't know who's which is which is correct or not. But like, at what point as a, as a wrestler do you come off and do you have to spit on someone or like do you have to defend yourself? Like, how bad is it? Like, you know, it must have been some really. It had to have been some really bad, really st- bad stuff. Um, when you spit on someone, that is like the ultimate disrespect. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, you can get like assault for that too. For uh, spitting. For spitting, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I seen a video of a, of a, a kid. He was spitting on cops. He was getting arrested, and they put like a, a plastic bag over his <laughs> face. It's pretty funny. Why? Well, it wasn't a pla- It was like a mesh bag, so he could still breathe, but like so he wouldn't spit on them anymore because he was Jeez, spitting on them. Jeez, how oh, bad? Oh Jesus, man! So you, it's definitely assault. It's definitely like I'm, I don't know bodily fluids. I feel like you might. It, be able it to is bodily fluids, yeah. But I mean, like I mean, I, I that's kind of a bit excessive though. I mean, I, I, that's just that's just me. But um, hey, what's uh, what's Medea's favorite wrestling stable? What is what? it? The Allure. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to all the Medea fans who what get up? that reference. What up? Boo! Medea's Ooh. Halloween too coming at you soon. <laughs> oh man, I'm all for it. <laughs> but um, anyway. well, that's I mean, that's that's crazy. But Bully Ray. Yeah, this goes back to Bully Ray because Bully Ray is with um is with Velvet Sky. And um, he confronted the fan and told the fan to come back, come backstage to have some words. Um, depends on again who you ask. Um, the fan claims that Bully Ray had threatened him and it was literally being a complete bully to him. Uh, Ooh, I mean, it's in his name. It's in yeah, his name. I mean, 
Live the it's game. more like bully dad now. Bully dad, yeah. Whereas others say that bully was just talking to them, like was just simply defending for the women who uh, were who were heckled by the fan. Um, so yeah, Ring of Honor is investigating the situation, and it. it this, I want to get you guys' opinion on this overall. Like, what do you guys think of this whole situation? Like, just after hearing this. Well, I don't think it's ever okay to spit on a fan, uh, no matter what they're saying. Right. You shouldn't have spit on anybody. Um, I don't. I. Last time I spit on someone, I was like 21, wasted, and um, I was in the back of a cop car. But that's that's a that's whole other story. Life, that's a whole other yeah, story. Yeah, we'll save that for later. Uh, that's for our Patreon listeners yeah, there out there. Go. Oh, there we go. <laughs> and the only way you should spit on somebody is if it's like some porn thing you're trying to do. Yeah, if or it's something. like welcomed. Like yeah, yeah. Or if it's you're like trying to get like heat. Like I understand like, if you're trying to get heat on a wrestler. That, yeah, then that's that, that's fine. But or from like spit on that dick, then yeah, that's okay. Yeah, that's that's yeah, okay. Of course, of absolutely. Course. Welcome to spit. <laughs> and, and, and it's encouraged. I encourage it. Yeah. Yeah. No loogies. Ooh. Imagine spit on my dick and she like hawks oh. a giant loogie. Oh, the greenest, <laughs> the greenest loogie ever. It's like there's like blood in there because <laughs> oh. she did cocaine all night the night before. Oh, all right. That took a weird turn. But more for a Patreon. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Phlegm. Uh, this will Ooh. be explicit in the iTunes. Phlegm dick. Um, dick. Yeah, no, I, I don't know. It must have been something really bad. But even still, like you're a performer, you shouldn't be spitting on your, the audience. Um, that's a really bad look for ROH. And I mean, and if if it's true with what um, bully side of the story is like, he's merely sticking up for his girlfriend, then that's completely understandable. And um, you know, you you do what I mean. I I get where he's coming from if if that is the case. But I mean, if he actually did threaten to harass and and, uh, and and hurt the person, then the fan has every right to sue Ring of Honor for that because, first of all, he got spat on, and as you said, that, that is considered an assault in some cases, and also intimidation as well. Yeah, I mean, he went old school on him, for sure. Oh, absolutely. Um, he, he went to the back to, to straighten him up with the boys. Uh, but at the same time, um, it's never okay to do that. I had a point I was going to make, and I totally forgot it, but... I'm sure you remember it, like later on in the show. Yeah, for our Patreon listeners out there, what else you got, Dicky? Well, we also I, I, I just want to switch over and transition over to uh, to Mickey James, someone we haven't heard in a while, right? Who? Who? Exactly. Who? Who? Um, well, <laughs> turns out we know why she hasn't. She's been MIA. Uh, pregnant? No, actually, she's uh, not pregnant. Uh, she's sexist. she's had a knee injury for a while, and she's going to be going in for uh, ACL surgery pretty soon. Oh, oh no! Career ender. At her age, yeah, maybe, maybe, yeah. probably. Uh, who does knows? Does she have kids? No, yes, huh? she does actually. Her oh, and uh, Nick Aldis. That's right, former NWA champ. Yes, yes, Nick Aldis. Right, Nick that, Aldis. Yes, yeah, yeah, yep. that's how you yeah, say. yeah. Okay, I'm right, I'm right. Oh, good luck to her though. I mean, that I've I've had a knee and I've had two ACL surgeries. They're not fun. They take a long time to recoup. Um, and you know, us at the Put Me for Podcast, um. Want to put her ACL over and uh, hope for wishing for a speedy recovery. Yeah, yeah speedy recovery, Mickey. And she's had kind of a renaissance uh, these, these, this past couple years coming back to WWE. She's been great. Yeah. I mean, whatever they put her in, she steals the show. Yeah. She's the Monday Night MILF. She yep. is. Um, I'll go with that. And did she come up with that herself? She did. She had to, right? She did, yeah. Uh, Vince was not going to get did porn, too. Didn't she do porn back in the day? Some nude photos. Yeah. yeah. No, she, sure she, she did, did some. Yeah, yeah, she did some hard. She was like a stuff. cheerleader. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. seen it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She was like a cheerleader. She sucks his dick at 102, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. But yeah, Dick, <laughs> what else do you got? Well, I thought you were going to say something else. Like, no, I, thought no. I, I was waiting for you to roll on to that. No, I mean, whatever. No, but she could still go. I yeah. mean, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> what else Man, it's kind of hard to transition when you when you talk about dick sucking and then talk about a wrestling career. <laughs> oh, I got some news. Oh, Go yeah? for it. Um, remember Trevor Lee? Yo. Yes. Um, he's no longer Trevor Lee. He has a new name. He's, he's with uh, WWE, right? He's, he's transgender. He's in the uh, he's in the uh, NXT? performance center, ah, and he got a new name. His name is now Cameron Grimes. What? Old grimy over there. Wow, is he related to Frank Grimes? He might be. Hope. Um, also, does he still look the same? Um, I yeah, look. He looks the same. Yeah, uh, but he's just Cameron Grimes now. And then the guy that does the uh, that like high pitch like rock and roll gimmick. Yeah, yeah. Eric Bugenhagen is now Rick Boogs. That guy's gonna be hot. Apparently, that is kind of a messed up name, but <laughs> all right. Um, so that's that's a thing that's going on right now. Dude, I forgot Trevor Lee signed with WWE. Yeah, he's in developmental right now. I don't, I don't see why. I mean, he's he's very solid. He's a very solid worker. He's got to learn the WWE way. Oh, yeah, he's we'll gonna, see. he's gonna be. We'll see. They gotta he's water him down, and they gotta, you know, polish him up, teach him how to play to the camera, mm-hmm. and how to sell Snickers, and you know, all that bullshit. Oh man, future Saturday Night Main Event guy. Oh yeah, uh, future the main event. The yeah. main event. Yeah, my bad. Not a main eventer. Uh, main event. The show. Yeah, yeah, on the yeah, show. Yeah. On the network. On the network. Yeah, yeah. The show, the main event. <laughs> that should be a category of Dude, wrestler. I love what I just said right now. That's like, good. I'm going to put myself over. <laughs> Not a main eventer, but a main eventer. Yep. Yep. Make that a t shirt. That's awesome. There you go. What's going on with this, the Saudi Arabia show? Are we going to boycott? The, are we even covering this thing? No. I'm going to watch it. <laughs> I, I, I like the multiple answers, though. Nah, we're going to boycott it. No, I'm going to watch it. Well, I want to see it for, like, the car crash p- version of it, you know, because yeah. I. There's going to be some real stinkers out there. What time is that shit on? It's at like 8 o'clock in the morning tomorrow. Oh, good. I can watch it before my girlfriend I think it's up. noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, I want to say. Yeah. Damn, that's a very basic time. Because it's taking part in Saudi Arabia. In, yeah, uh. in Saudi Arabia. So their time, it's going to be around like 7.30. So then our time would probably be around like 9 a.m. or so. Yeah. Oh, shit, 11 a.m. Pacific time tomorrow. Oh, 11 a.m.? Okay. Yeah. Specific time. Specific, specific time. time. Not Pacific, but specific. Dude, I remember as a kid, like, I would always, I, can't, I couldn't say, uh, Pacific time, so I always said specific time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I had a, I had a couple things when I was a kid. I I still can't say things right, but I would call a, a I would say Tucky Fried Chicken instead of Kentucky <laughs> Tucky. Fried chi- that's the hood version. Yeah, that's uh, that is a that is a hood version. Let's go get some Tuckies. Get some Ooh. <laughs> um, apparently they they flew Natalia and Alexa Bliss to Saudi Arabia. Oh, that's right. All the princes um, <laughs> as an offering to the <laughs> prince, of course. <laughs> no, they're they're trying to get them in a match. What? Uh, on the Super Showdown, yeah. Um, it's not confirmed, but they're they're, they're trying to get them Natalia on the show. Natalia Bliss, huh? That's so a good pair, actually. They're gonna I just find it's a weird pair. Like, I mean, like Natalia, she's a great solid worker, and she's always willing to do whatever the company asks her to do. But Alexa, though, the, she just came back from being out for a good while because of concussion issues. If you're going to put someone out there that's coming off an injury, I mean, I think Natty is the best one to go out there. Yeah, I mean she'll she'll take she'll take good care of of Alexa, mm-hmm. but I mean I just I just think like they could have probably they could have definitely used two other maybe they there were the only two women that said yes to going to Saudi Arabia. Well, maybe they're gonna go and it's not gonna be them because they're gonna be covered head to toe. We're just gonna be able to see their eyes. So I mean it could be anybody. A burka match? It could be anyone under the burka match. <laughs> oh, man. You know how like they have like the hair versus hair match or like the mask versus mask mask match. Uh huh. They should have a, a burka match where loser has to take off the burka and get stoned <laughs> to death. <laughs> Fuck, that is the ultimate death match. That is death match. That's literally death match, dude. Um, don't Saudi Arabia, please don't 
don't steal my idea. Don't do don't that. no don't do that. Uh, what else we got, Dick? I mean, this week. I mean, this week has just been like an amazing week of wrestling. I know it's not news related, but I just want to throw that. I mean, I just want to say that real quick. Um, actually, I, this is kind of newsworthy as well. Um, New Japan, they just had their Battle Super Juniors uh, fi- uh, finale. Oh, dude, yeah. This past morning. Let's talk about that. And oh my God, like Will Ospreay. I mean, he was. He is on another level this year. I think this might be his breakout year, and that is saying something because he is. Uh, he's been like, in my opinion, top five best in the world, like pound oh, for pound. Yeah. This guy is just insane. And was that a ghost? I don't know. Oh, I think the AC just kicked on. Oh man! And I, oh, maybe he didn't close the door all the way. Yeah, let's tell ourselves that. Why is it locked? I'm just kidding. Oh, that's a fire. <laughs> but um, anyways, yeah, this this tournament has been like the Will Osprey show. Uh, he had two amazing matches during this whole tournament. The uh, the one match he had last Saturday was against Bandito and uh, Tagagi, Bandito and Takagi. So the the two matches you have, if you get a chance to watch them. Please do. We just got done watching the highlights of the Tagagi Osprey match. Holy shit! Oh, dude, that match. I, I need to see the full thing because we only saw yes. like the YouTube highlights of it. Yeah, it looked but insane. Dude, that match looked insane. I mean, Mini Nakamura. He is, Will Ospreay is just, uh, that guy to me is like, I, like I said this before, top five in the world. He might be top three right now after this tournament. We'll settle down. <laughs> no, I, th- I truly believe that. Shane McMahon, Roman Reigns, Reigns. Will Ospreay. That's, those are the top three there wrestlers in the world right now. Hands down. Easily. Dashboard professional. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but he 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 won he won the super uh, junior. So now he's gonna uh, be uh, cashing in against um, against uh, Dragon Lee for this Sunday at Dominion. Another event coming up. There's a lot. There's of gonna wrestling. be a lot of. There's a lot of wrestling going on right now, dude. June has like been hot because yeah. we had double or nothing, and then the next week we had NXT, and now we're gonna we had the super juniors. What last night? Mm-hmm. Two yes. days ago, and now we have Dominion on Sunday. You have Dominion yeah. Sunday, and then if you want to throw in the, um, the Super Showdown tomorrow as well. <laughs> oh, how could I forget? Holy shit, dude. That's that's it's like gonna, polishing shit, dude. It's going to be equivalent <laughs> to or exceed WrestleMania. This WrestleMania was pretty good. Well, this is going to be... It, it might exceed. It might oh, exceed might, this might. WrestleMania. Who's to say? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, as a fan, I'm, I'm all for it. Like, bring it on. Um, something that's not fun to watch is Raw and SmackDown. Oh, um, wah, 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 wah. Are we done with the news? I think we're done. I think we should, that's a perfect transition over. What do you guys uh, think of Takeover though? Oh yeah, let's talk about let's talk about Takeover. You won the predictions. You I fuck. finally won you one. Fuck. I booked the perfect show, which might I mean might be equal to or better than Double or Nothing. I got a burp. <laughs> um, <clears throat> NXT NXT was phenomenal. Takeover I mean, twenty five, man. Wow. The worst match was Shayna Baszler and uh, Io Shirai. But it wasn't. Well, I say that because all the other matches were so good. It wasn't a bad match at no, all. No, not at all. It was pretty no. good. Uh, but Shayna Baszler has improved so much. Yeah, she's she's really like the female Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Ass kicker. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm all for it. The thing uh, the thing about NXT is, and when you look at WWE is the difference between the two shows. It's insane that. When people think of AEW versus WWE, it's not that. It's AEW versus NXT. I, yeah. Of course. Um, I agree. Roderick Strong and um, <coughs> Matt Riddle 
That was an opener. That was a great opener. That was a shot at AEW. Like, oh, okay. It was. We see you. Okay. (laughs) Now watch us. And they, I mean, they just tore the house down, dude. I love that match. That match, the main event and the ladder match uh, for me, maybe not in that order, but definitely those were the top three. Absolutely. It always bothers me, though. This is like a side note, but I hate that Matt Riddle wrestles in his bare feet. It always, I'm like, dude, that can't be comfortable. What if he steps on your foot or something? He's always been wrestling in his bare feet, though. It it plays in his matches sometimes, too. It does. It does. Uh, Which is, you know, a good way, but... Like and Rusev used to wrestle barefoot. I hated too. that too. That shit pits um, me off all the time. That's how you get hurt. That is, you know, for sure. Um, I don't know how much longer he's gonna be able to do that. Yeah, I, I don't see him wrestling barefoot um, permanently. Um, unfortunately, it may have to be to the point where like he does hurt his ankle and he has to be, he has to wear boots from now on. Hopefully, it doesn't that it's not not the case. But uh, there's no way you could sustain that long term. At, At least, least wrap Jimmy the Snuka. ankle. At yeah. least wrap the ankle. Jimmy Snooker did that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did, but I'm, but I'm, but he was. Shit afterwards, dude. Like his ankles hated his ankles and his knees were like horrible. And his choice of murdering people. Oh, that yeah. too as his well. Gr- his girlfriend hated him too. <laughs> <laughs> Especially his, his, his mistress. God damn it, he took my job. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's that's that thing was um you said Meltzer gave the main event match five stars? Five and a quarter. I I agree. I that's a perfect not a six. Not a six. Not a six. I, I thought I thought that was a perfect rating though, because it was not quite as good as the WrestleMania takeover. It was just a just a notch below, but it was still a superb match. It was still an amazing match. Wait, yeah. the one at takeover WrestleMania was higher? Yeah, five and a half. No way. I thought this one was better. I, I don't know. I felt like this one had more drama to yeah. it. Um, and, you know, Adam Cole... He's gonna be great when he gets called to 205 Live. Like when I he's <laughs> he's not a main eventer, but he's a main eventer. You know yeah, what I mean? For <laughs> sure. <laughs> his size is gonna be his downfall. Um, the fact that if he was if he was six four and two forty two fifty and had the same gifts as he do, as he does now, he would be like the main eventer. He would be like the, the the main attraction for WWE. He could be Shawn Michaels 2.0 though. So he's a little. He's even smaller than Shawn. Huh? He's smaller than Shawn, and quite honestly, like I don't think he needs to be. I don't think anyone needs to be Shawn Michaels 2.0 or Bret Hart 2.0. Um, Adam Cole needs to be Adam Cole, and yeah, I think he'll be just baby. fine. He'll be just fine on 205. Yep. And um that and that Osprey um and that Osprey um match earlier. Uh huh. That got 5.75, by the way. What Whoa. The you know what? Just make it out of five. That's annoying. Like, Just make it six. Yeah, then six <laughs> is perfect, right? Why is like, it the, like the star rating? I mean, like, since we're already talking about this, we might as well. Like, it, you, can't, it, you don't get extra credit. This end is a fucking school. Just make it a five, right? I, I mean, it, it's a matter of it's, it's all subjective. It, it's really all subjective. A- absolutely. And, it, and, it's creating, and it's creating discussion. It's creating... That this is exactly what the star ratings entail. They they, they create a, a topic to discuss whether or not if you agree with the ratings or not. It just cre- it creates a topic of discussion. I'm all about it, but a perfect match is a perfect match. Sometimes it is a perfect match. I mean, in many people's eyes, I mean, the Osprey match was a perfect match, and in a lot of people's eyes, um, Cole Gargano too was a perfect match. I think so. Both of them. Well, I haven't seen. I only saw the highlights of the Osprey match, and it looked like it's going to be. It's insane, but um. But yeah, like it's it basically that's what that's what the ratings are. They they um they create discussion. Not everyone's gonna agree with them. And but the point being though that I'm trying to make though is like this past week has been nothing but amazing matches. Cody and Dustin got five stars, and I think it was deserved. And it wasn't even like anywhere close to 
the performance in the ring as um, Will Ospreay performed or even Adam Cole did. It told a great story. It was the story, yeah, the for sure. The story got everyone saying, like, holy shit, this is a phenomenal match. What's the highest rated match of that uh, pay-per-view? For Double or Nothing? Yeah. Yes. Oh, good for you, Dustin. Wow. Five stars at 53 at years old. And, you, and another thing I found out is Dustin Rhodes has two five-star matches, and he's had the longest gap in between them. What was the other one? Yeah, what was the other one? It was... Uh, it was uh, it was Russell War 91, I want to say. It was, was it 91, no, 92. I'm sorry, 92. It was with um, Sting Squadron versus uh, Roots Blutes. Oh, yeah. It was, at, it was um, worst faction name ever, by the way. It was uh, War Games. It was a War Games match. Five stars? Yes. Oh, Damn, shit. Meltzer giving those out. And that was... <laughs> shit. No, have you seen that match? Yeah, I remember as a kid. I love that match. That I got to rewatch that. I want to see if that's five star. I, 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 still th- I watched it uh, about a year ago again. It still holds up. Like I think that's probably the best War Games match ever. Damn, underrated Dustin Rhodes. Yes. Good for you. Better than the one where they electrocuted Abdullah the Butcher? <laughs> oh, no. oh, yeah. Way, um, oh, yeah, better. Be- slightly better, I think. Damn, or better than the one with Robocop in it? Oh, Ooh, man, Russell War. <laughs> WCW, man. WCW. I, you know, it's funny. I, was actually lis- I just got done listening to um, uh, JR's podcast with uh, Conrad. Grilling with Jr. Oh, I haven't heard that. And um, yeah, it's a, I guess it's a new podcast with Jr. Are it's they not really the Ross Report anymore? No, he's not doing that anymore. Oh. It's him and Conrad, and it's kind of like how Conrad. It's like the format Conrad uses with other guests, with Bruce and with Eric. Oh, okay. Where uh, Conrad would uh, bring up a subject, and he would ask Jr. the questions about it. And uh, this past one was about Russell War ninety. And uh, just bottom line to a uh, short story. JR just thought that was a bad idea having Robocop in there to promote <laughs> the show. Really? <laughs> Who would have thought? Who would have thunk it? I mean, I would like Robocop as my tag team partner. Yeah. I would, yeah. I mean, you, it's a, that's unbeatable, dude. <laughs> Unless you're going up against the Terminator. Unless, yeah. The, I think the term, Who do you think would win? Terminator or Robocop? I've I, I got to give it up to Terminator. Yeah. Robocop's He's a robot stiff. inside. Yeah. Yeah. He still has human. Uh, what's his name? Terminator still has human parts. It seems like. Yeah, it's a T one thousand body or a T nine hundred. T one thousand. Well, T one thousand. Well, T one thousand. It's a T eight hundred. T eight hundred. Yeah, we're we're nerds. Yeah, sorry guys. <laughs> Fuck off. Um, uh, speaking of nerds, let's get into raw. Um, oh, we got you. We we have to talk about some things. That's that's true. Uh, one of the things that I want to talk about is um, the lack of the Viking Raiders or Where the fuck? War Raiders. They're champions, right? They they're not champions in NXT anymore. They got called up. Uh, that was what the ladder match was for NXT. Oh, that's right, that's right. Um, and have you? S- where have, where have they been? They're probably up in Viking land. Um, it the, it's a problem. It's a problem when they don't have guys like that, especially being just called up, freshly called up. And then they're on the show for a week, and then they do like a backstage segment, and then they're nowhere to be found. Um, it, it bothers me. It bothers me a lot. Uh, same with like Heavy Machinery. The whole SmackDown tag division is nowhere to be found. Is, is MIA. Um, instead, the thing, the thing that really is, is pissed me off is I know they have to build up to this show. They have to promote this show, whatever, and build these storylines that are weak as fuck as, as it is. But when they don't, have any other talent on air except Shane McMahon, Roman Reigns? It's so much. That's basically what these show, these two shows have been built around. Is just been Brock and Seth, Brock oh. and Seth, Roman and and Shane, and a lot of it has to do with the fact that 
at the last minute, creative changes their mind. Vince changes his mind as far as what he wants to do on the show. And you hear these reports that the, the show's finished writing at the time of the recording. And that is just like, like I, I just don't understand. Like You have a staff of 20, 30 writers writing the show, and yet you, you, you have these guys work these long hours into the night, and you barely have a show ready by the time it goes live. I just don't understand that. Like, why even have the writers to begin with? And then they're rewriting, like, as the show is going. They're rewriting as the show is going. Like, why even have them? Why even have the writers? Like, like I, if, if you're just going to do everything yourself, you're going to change everything in the last minute, why have them? It just seems like a total waste. The thing with the, uh, the cash-in that bothered me a lot is that they promoted it. They've been promoting a cash-in for three weeks. Yep. Um, Brock doesn't need to cash in. I don't know where this rule came in where he needs to announce and cash in immediately. That's never been the case with the Money in the Bank briefcase. And, and last week, finally realized that he has a whole year to cash in. Yes. And what what did they do? They announced it on Raw that he's going to decide on tonight or, or decide on Monday that he's finally going to cash it in. Well, Stephanie McMahon posted a video about how disgusted she was that Brock Lesnar turned the Money in the Bank briefcase into a boombox and that he needed to announce who he was going to face, uh, who he was going to cash in on and when he's going to do it. Paul Heyman went and he said, we're going to cash it in on Monday. So the whole show is built around this cash in and it never comes. It never comes. Brock Lesnar comes out and just beats the shit out of uh, Seth Rollins. Um, where he needs to get stretchered out. And then he just says he's going to cash it on Friday instead. He just says, because Paul keeps asking him, cash it in right now, right now, do it. Brock just says Friday, Friday, Friday. So we know where Brock's going to be um, at on Friday. Where? Jeddah, Saudi Arabia. Ah. Saudi Arabia. Um, but that, that, that was one thing that really bothered me, because the, the whole bait and switch thing, um, is it, it's getting old. It's it's old. It's so lame. Um, and it's it's not... Fun. It's like I like I dude. I'm I know I'm not alone when I say this. That Money in the Bank is the most exciting thing that could happen in one show. It's so fun. And when you announce it like that and you make it this like whole spectacle, I like kind of forgetting about who, the Money in the Bank briefcase until yeah. like it's the time or you know it's a big moment in a match. Like oh shit, so and so can cash in like whenever they want. The the the. The thought of how it needs to be announced and you need it to bullshit. Fuck that, dude. That takes all the fun out of it. So the one thing you had to keep fans fucking excited all year long is now being wasted. Not only on Brock Lesnar, but the whole the thought of the Money in the Bank briefcase is now out the window. The idea of it is out the window. I feel feel like I want to ask this question, but I'll probably save it for when we get into the predictions. Okay. yeah. Yeah. I'll save that for later. Um, but yeah, like you, you hype up, you hype up the uh, the announcement for so long. I mean, like for, for for essentially, it's been like three weeks, like you said. And at by this point, you know, everyone's like, okay, we get it. You know, he's he's not gonna cash in. You know, and keep in mind, Brock is almost paid on a paid per paid appearance, so it's not like he's gonna show up every week to do that until the one year time frame. So you know, it's only a matter of time before he's gonna finally cash in, only because. They're not going to pay Brock every week to show up on Raw just to do that. And I hope to God they don't do that. Last week on SmackDown, they had Paul Heyman come out and tease a cash in. Brock Lesnar wasn't even there. He wasn't even there, yeah. (laughs) That's so fucking lame. He's still part-time. That's weird. At this point, Brock needs to just be like an Undertaker, special occasion, bring him out. uh, Because 
you know, we've we've said this a bunch of times. He doesn't need to be in the main event picture. He doesn't. He need doesn't to need to be champion, chasing a title or anything like that. He needs to be an ass kicker that comes in and just fuck shit up. You know, he doesn't need the title. Um, I don't know. He no, should be I ag- putting people over. I agree, honestly. Um, because how long? How much longer is he going to be in the WWE? Well, with the schedule that he has, he can last a good while. Speaking of people that we're not sure is going to be in the WWE, uh, Rey Mysterio had to relinquish the United States title and essentially just gave it back to Samoa Joe. Uh, Rey has a shoulder injury that he has to deal with. Um, Do you guys think this is the end of Rey Mysterio? No, I think it's partially a storyline, but I find it kind of weird that they just gave it back and didn't have like a... No tournament, no interim title So Joe's officially the champion, right? He's back as the U.S. champion. Wow. Super good heel move, too, by choking the shit out of him. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I mean, they probably sucked for Ray. I mean, <laughs> if his shoulders I, really I, fucked. I up. think it's. Like, ah. a, I think. I think it's a compensate for the shitty way to put the belt on Joe again. It it's super shitty. Um, Joe. I mean, how dope would it have been? Like, okay, well, you know, I I can't defend this title. We're gonna have a, a one night tournament, or even do it in Saudi Arabia. Do a, a United oh, yeah. States Championship that tournament been in perfect. Saudi Arabia. That would have been great. That would have been another another thing for them to do on the show. Um, instead, you know, we're gonna get. Roman Reigns versus Shane McMahon. And by the way, we're made to think the Superman, the man, the man that kicks out of the F5, is Shane McMahon is a threat to him. The the coast to coast is going to be something that puts shit, Roman Reigns down. It's ridiculous. It's so bullshit. Well, I mean, uh, Shane did spear Roman and put him down on Raw and on SmackDown. With the help of outside people. Well, of course, with the help of, of, course, of outside of people, course. though. They're going to watch the day of the show, right before the match, Shane is going to come out and say this is a no DQ match now. It, oh, that's the only absolutely. way that is going to get any heat on that match because there's no way Shane can can beat Roman Reigns. Uh, the way that they've booked both guys, Shane McMahon is not a threat. And plus, I don't want to see Shane in a regular wrestling match anyways. Right. Like, <laughs> like You, you, you yeah. want to put as many smoke and mirrors as you can around Shane. He's gonna be blown up, brother. He's gonna be, he's, dude. He blew up in the first. He blew up in that one minute match against uh, Jabba Reigns. Lance, Lance and Hawaii. Lance. Jabba Reigns. Jabba, Jabba Reigns. Oh man, he blew uh, up like in a minute, dude. Oh, uh, poor guy. And he just sweats. Yeah, he sweats. Profuse. That's why I think he has the same the rate that ring attire because he sweats so much. It's easy to absorb all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I could see that. You know how we complain that there's not enough wrestling on Raw? Uh-huh. Well, they actually gave us some wrestling, some arm wrestling between Bobby Lashley and Braun Strowman. You know, I thought I was dreaming that this, that I was dreaming, but that really did happen, huh? This is how you hype up a, a match that's WrestleMania oh, worthy? Shit. You have them come out and arm wrestle each other? That's and, sh- you know, obviously Braun wins, LOL. Of course. Um, he's going to win in Saudi Arabia as well. Uh, but that's not, that's not a... F- it's not fun. This isn't no, fun. It's, dude, I, I swear. They, I think they took that out of the page from uh, t- the 2003 Triple H era where he was against Scott Steiner. And they did a series of promos like against her that had nothing to do with wrestling. One week it was an arm wrestling match. Next week it was a bench pressing contest. Yes. And then the week after that was a pose down. Show them show the, the move. Show them your favorite move, Bobby. Oh, God. That's very I think WCW. I'm surprised they haven't done that yet. I haven't done a pose off yet between those two. <laughs> Um, it's it's really hard to watch. Uh, one thing that I thought was funny, um, Nikki Cross had a match, and I don't know where this storyline is going with Alexa Bliss. Uh, they're friends, but there was a spot in the match where Alexa had white pants on and she was drinking a cup of coffee, and she got the coffee knocked out of her hand, and the spot was supposed to be her 
get pushed into the coffee. Well, she didn't land in the coffee. So the camera is on her and you can see her inching her way towards the coffee. Oh, oh God. I, I'm, I'm picturing like a dog dragging itself after it's like trying to like after <laughs> taking a shit. dude. She tried to do it so slick, but it it was the camera shouldn't have been on her. So was 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 she dragging like was her butt dragging on the floor like a dog or no? She kind of just like backed up into it, like kind of like oh. picked herself up and made sure she was sitting in the coffee. That that's still pretty cringy though. But I the was kind of hoping like it was she was like like dragging that's like a so dog. Bad. Kevin Dunn, where are you on this? That shouldn't be <laughs> shouldn't that's be on TV. So this is why bad. you're not an award winning uh, director, Kevin Dunn. <laughs> Other than that, that was I don't it. have anything else for Raw, dude. Honestly, oh, I mean, oh, I take that back. I have one more thing about Raw. They had a match between Cesaro and Ricochet, and this is a wrestling show we're watching, right? This yes. is we're supposed to be watching wrestling. This match should be kicking off Raw every single week, and I would not be upset. Um, they 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 went out there and actually gave us a great wrestling match. Um, in in a week, two weeks of great wrestling, this was what should have. Kicked off raw, get us excited, get us into the show, get us excited. But instead, they put it towards the end of the show. And it, not only that, but they didn't even include it in the Hulu version of Raw. Really? They cut it from the Hulu version of Raw. The, the whole match? The that, whole match. That makes no sense at all. Uh, my buddy messaged me. He's like, can you believe I'm watching the Hulu version of, of Raw and they cut out the Ricochet. It's an hour match. and 32 minutes, huh? Uh, yeah, the yeah. Hulu yeah. version is 90 lot. minutes long. But they made sure to keep... To, to keep you know, all the long, boring promos. Was the arm wrestling contest in there? I'm sure it I'm was. I'm sure it was. Oh, Jesus. Um, Undertaker, at the end, actually had a really good promo on, on Goldberg. I will say that. The one uh, on SmackDown or Raw? On, on Raw. Raw. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I, I, th- I thought the Goldberg promo on SmackDown, since we're talking about yep. that, Goldberg was just as good. Yeah. yeah. He's that motherfucker sweats. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Undertaker for sure... He had me scared. He, he hit all of the really good points that he's going to open up the gates of hell and all this like scary. I was watching The Undertaker cut this promo and I was just like, God damn, there is never going to be another Undertaker. And then yep. the show ended. Oh, yeah. Mid-sentence, in fact. It just cut right to the queen of the whatever. The, whatever shows after Raw on USA. The Radkeys or <laughs> because Because now they have a hard ending at 11 o'clock. So they can't go past anything after 11, um, which in this case, it did kind of hurt the promo a little bit. But I like the fact that it stops at 11 o'clock and not 11.05 or 11.35 sometimes. You know what I mean? I like the overrun. You, you, you do? It, it, it makes me feel like, oh, shit, something big is going to happen in these last like three minutes. But it's been like that for the past, what, 12 years or so? I'm also learned from I'm also taught from the attitude era to expect that. So always. Yeah, yeah. that's a long that's a, that is a long time ago. Um, but we, I mean, we started talking about SmackDown, another show with not, not a lot going on. Um, the best part was, uh, when R-Truth got pulled out during a match on a table. Was uh, it on Raw or was it, it, on it was on SmackDown? It was on SmackDown. I'm, I'm looking okay. at it now. Okay. Um, and it, that, that was it. It was so hard. Like these shows are like, like they blend, they just blend so like they blend together. And it just, you lose track of who's on who now because I mean, part of it's because of the wild card but at the same time it's just both these shows are just they're equally bad that you can, you can confuse one for the other but i do want to say something though real quick though um i think another highlight of raw and it's been like the highlight for the past month at least has been the firefly Funhouse segment oh i forgot about, i forgot about that yes you're right go on yeah 
it, it's just like I, this is all I look forward to to watching Raw is like how will Bray Wyatt top uh, the previous week? Oh, and they topped it. They did. Yes, they did. I did the gym video. Like when you work, I made me want to work out, dude. They went. They went to another level with this guy this week. Uh, they had wild. the Vince McMahon devil puppet. Yes. Oh uh, yeah. Like it's so entertaining to watch. It's so refreshing. It's something different. Mm-hmm. And I, I, you know, I cringe at the thought of when they finally are like, "All right, let's put him out there now," and they just bury him. Like that's all that's gonna happen. <laughs> quite, match. quite honestly, I'm totally fine with them doing the these segments every week. They don't <laughs> just do this. He doesn't even need to wrestle. Just have him do the segments. I, I think that's that's where you go with Bray. Just have him do it every week. Have him like do a different segment. Hell, if you want to do a live segment at Raw. Um, if you if you think you have the right material for it, you can do that. It'd be dope if they did a twenty four seven cash in during a Firefly Funhouse. <laughs> that would be interesting. Just r truth getting pinned in the middle of uh, Bray Wyatt, and then Bray Wyatt's your new twenty four seven champion. Oh God. Who wants this belt, by the way? What's his name? Just regained it recently. But if you're having to run constantly, and this is another thing that's pissed me off about this belt. So you mean to tell me? You can be punched from behind and rolled up and and be counted one two three in two seconds three seconds, but you're gonna ha- you're gonna go out and have like a fifteen minute match. Yeah, like it doesn't it, it, it doesn't I, make I don't sense. like it. I don't like it at all. I'm already over it. Um, unless unless as long as our truth has the title, that's gonna make it fun. But the minute they give it to Cedric Alexander, oh. I'm I'm over it. Unless our truth gets it back somehow, some I mean like maybe yeah. today. they might as well rename the belt the Schoolboy Championship because every, exactly the, every ma- every change has been via Schoolboy. Um, uh, uh, today, except, yeah. Today, our uh, truth pinned Jinder Mahal while he was sleeping. That's fun, but you had to you had to be on Instagram to see that. Oh God, Jinder I Mayhall. think I know where they got that from. I know exactly where they got that from. Yeah, um, the Iron Man title. Actually, it, w- it was um. There was a segment. Well, th- that th- the idea of the twenty four seven title. I mean, even though they said it was a descendant of the hardcore title, it's a soft it's core really, title. It's really the soft core title, and they really it, it's it's a bootleg Iron Man heavy middleweight championship. Really, more than anything else, you should be hitting a guy in the head with a chair or like a trash can. You should be incapacitating the guy to win the title, not rolling him up real quick. No, for yeah. a quick pin. Like that's not fun to me. That makes everyone look bad. And and DDT did it so much better than how WWE is doing it now. Like they were more creative. They had a lot more creative freedom to um, to have new champions and to uh, push the belt. Here it's, I mean, aside from R-Truth, they really don't have anyone else. And anyone, everyone else aside from R-Truth is being downgraded. Drake no Maverick way. really wants that fucking belt. He no really does. He wants it. <laughs> no way. No. <laughs> of course he does. Yeah. Give him something. <laughs> Give guys. me something. I changed my hair for this. He did. <laughs> That's right. He did. Poor guy. Um, but going back to um, that segment where, where uh, R-Truth pinned gender in his sleep, uh, there was a segment a uh, while back. It was on a Japanese game show that happened to involve uh, Jushin Thunder Liger. Oh, nice. He was, uh, he was at, they were at a hotel after a show. I forgot which show it was. And he would go into the, um, into the wrestlers' rooms with a referee, mind you. And these guys were like asleep, like deep sleep. So he gets on top of them, and the ref counts I see. one, two, and like everyone kicks out. And then uh, they get to Tanahashi. Tanahashi no sells it. One, he kicks out and just walks <laughs> and just wakes up like what like what the fuck is going on? <laughs> so dope. 
And um, the the funniest one though was um with uh with Hanma, and Hanma was, <laughs> I don't know why, but like first of all, Hanma was naked underneath the blanket, and they pinned him one two three, and then when he wakes up, he had like the dragon voice, like you know how like when you have like um when you have like this like a shitload of phlegm in your throat and you try talking in the morning and you sound yeah. like a fucking dragon. He just sounded like a fucking dragon, <laughs> like a naked, like a naked dude sounding like a dragon, dude. Like he was like tripping out, like what the hell happened? Only in Japan. Only in Japan, <laughs> dude. I'm all for it. Um, and so they did it way better than um, how WWE's using it, by the way. But something I'm not all for, which is they gave Lars Sullivan an interview on SmackDown. Oh, the racist. And this is this is key. Like you know, Vince wrote this bullshit. He started talking. The first words out of his mouth is like. Uh, do you know why a nightingale sings or some bullshit? Just god awful, just dragging on, not fun. The whole segment was the audience was chanting boring the entire time. Lars Sullivan right. is not a talker. They should not be letting this guy talk. Hell no. He's a he's a he's a monster. He like this guy should not be speaking at all. I don't that's what I don't understand. Like why do they why do they feel the need to have every single wrestler do a promo? That's not everyone's strength. Like if you're a monster, you're an unstoppable machine, you shouldn't be talking. You should let your actions, you should let your destruction in the ring speak for itself. No, instead he's going out there and singing three blind mice. That's how he ended his promo. With he's talk, He did the three blind mice uh, nursery rhyme and then said the Lucha Party is going to get their tails cut off and he's going to paint them with their own blood or something. It's Which, I mean, this is why you should have a manager do the talking. This is why you just shouldn't let him talk. You've gone this far with not letting him talk. When you have a guy like EC3, who we haven't seen, other than running around for a belt that sucks, um, this is... You have EC3, a guy that can legit talk, that they have silent, and then you give the mic to Lars Sullivan, who can't talk, um, going out there and you know spouting nonsensical bullshit. It's not fun to watch. It's oh, really not. Absolutely not. Um, so I feel like this is going to be the beginning of the end for Lars Sullivan pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when he's getting boring chance, unless they're going to build him up to be this monster. He's going to beat the Lucha house part. We'll get into all this bullshit. And, and, and pit. honestly, dude, like, I feel like at this point, Lars is, um, he's, he's damaged property at this point. Would be behind other than like the, the controversies that, that are around him with, as with well. With the controversies. And then having him say this that bullshit promo on on, on Tuesday yeah. night, it and then uh, and then and then before that with um, the delay with him um, with him debuting, it, it, it took so long. It, it all these things are adding up, and it's just like I don't really care anymore. Like it, it's it's a lost cause at this point. Yeah, I mean, give that time to heavy machinery. Give it to someone else that can actually do something. Um, the point of Lars Sullivan right now is to make him up, build him up to be a monster. Right. So Roman Reigns can come in and beat him. That's that's what Lars Sullivan's going to be. And once that happens, once he beats, once Roman Reigns beats him, he's going to go to like do comedy skits and he's going to be running after that 24 7 Oh, so he's going to be like Heidenreich 2.0 then. He's going to be Heidenreich. He's going to be Rusev. He's going to be um, Vladimir Kozlov. He's going to be that guy for sure. Oh, you heard it here first, folks. Vladimir. Yeah, that's true. Remember him? Remember Kozlov? Yeah. He had a short run. Like a literally a short run. And then he ran into the wall that is John Cena and he went to doing comedy skits with Santino after that. <laughs> it happens. 
Uh, Goldberg cut a really good promo. Um, he said he's not he's not going to get the dad Goldberg. He's going to get the 180 and 0 Goldberg, um, which, I mean, 20 years ago, that might have been a thing, but <coughs> no one remembers. He's had a couple losses since then. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see. He told Undertaker to make sure he tightens his jockstrap. It's a weird that's a thing. Se- that's a serious. Yeah, that's, that's a serious threat, right? There. I never thought of Undertaker in a jockstrap, but yeah. now I do. Thank you for that visual, Goldberg. Dead men don't have no well, dick. Well, I mean, if I'm, a, you know, has no dick. But you know yeah, what know. though? You know what though? Like, he what probably though? would wear a jockstrap <laughs> because he does like the dick kick. He does actually. He does. He yeah. took Brock to dick kick. City he took many Brock times. to dick kick city many times. Dick kick city. Um. So that that those are the shows. Um. Should we even predict the Super Show? Nah. I don't even know the matches. It's a house show, ladies and it gentlemen. Is. It is a glorified the house show. The faces are going to win, and all these storylines that they built up in two weeks are going to be forgotten about. Triple H and Randy Orton are fighting. Do you? Did you know that? I, well, this past week showed me that they are. I, I forgot. They had, they they had a promo. promo on Raw. That's all they had, too. That's all they had. It, and it was another, like, throw. It's, it seems like another throwaway match for Triple H when it comes to these, uh, these big house shows in, in, um, in other countries. It's just like a, a throwback to a few that he's had back in the day. Um, in Australia, like, it built up to him and Undertaker, and the whole feud was around, like, the, their past. And now with this show, it's with, it was with Randy Orton, and it's, feud, and it's built around um, really the 10-year anniversary of their past feud, which 10 years ago was not a very good feud. And um, 2004 was probably the, the better feud between the two, but even then, like, I still wouldn't think that's, their best tri- that's the best Triple H rivalry of all time. No. I mean, nah. but they're running out of people. Yeah. Who else is going to fight Triple H? Does Triple H even need to wrestle, though? He, he doesn't. doesn't have to wrestle. No. I, I'm good. I'm good with once a year. Give me the one. Yeah. Give me the WrestleMania because it is what it is. But, yeah, that's all you need, Triple H. Don't overdo yourself. He doesn't have to overdo it. Yeah. Just keep booking NXT and we'll be all good, buddy. And and then there's a 50-man battle rub, but we don't even know the par- I don't even know the participants. What do you win? Uh, the green, the, the green, green Saudi Arabia belt. I don't even think that, that that's up on the line, because I think it was a commemorative belt. It's just a commemorative they, belt. That's they it. wanted Braun. They wanted the visual Braun with the belt, um, with the Saudi Arabian heavyweight championship. Remember when he won that and like was feuding for like the universal title, and now he's like demoted to fighting Bobby Lashley in an arm wrestling contest. Oh. Yeah, and I, I and I think that was probably the highlight of Braun. Was when he won. The That's when you pull the trigger. That's when you you put him on that pedestal. When you got people chanting, "Get these hands over and over," and now look at him. He's he's useless now. Like he's just another fucking and, giant guy. And that was a stepping stone to him winning Money in the Bank last year. They missed. They they blew the chance. They had Mr. The, they Monster did. in the Bank. Um. Yeah. They 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 botched it for sure. Um. And he hasn't recovered since. I don't know. Who, I mean, do you guys think Brock is going to actually cash in? That yeah. was gonna be my question. Yeah, I think he wins. He's gonna win the universal, title. universal, or the WWE title. No, he's gonna win that title. I Do think it'd be wait, something. Wait, big. Which title? The the one Seth has. The universal. Imagine yeah, Baron yeah. Corbin winning the title and then Brock cashing in on Baron Corbin. Oh, that'd be so bad. I would be. I would so be get Baron, okay with that. Baron Corbin Brock Lesnar feud. I would oh, not be, be okay cool. with that. <laughs> Nobody. Oh God. Um, yeah, these these shows aren't 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 getting any easier, folks. No, they're um, not. Especially when you see what WWE is capable with with NXT, and then coming to this um, Monday Night Raw and SmackDown. Like I said, the the war isn't going to be between WWE and AEW. It's going to be NXT versus AEW. Um, and you know, 
back to back weeks we've been treated to really great wrestling. Now, what? We got nothing. No, yeah, nothing. We, we got we got nothing. To, we have a fucking pay-per-view going on in Saudi Arabia that they shouldn't go one because well there's a lot of reasons why Sami Zayn isn't allowed to wrestle because he's Syrian or yeah he's Syrian um <laughs> Alicia Black isn't allowed because his tattoos the women aren't allowed to wrestle they came up with a whole like guideline of like things the wrestlers can't do while they're in Saudi Arabia you can't ride an elevator with with other people you can't point at anybody you can't write anything in Arabic you can't uh s- show the bottom of your shoes Cause that's a sign of like you can't. There's so many. Ah. Yeah, most Saudis don't. Don't 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 go for camel products. Yes, just along camel the products. Um, don't give any money to people. Did you know I was I was watching something um, not related to WWE, but Saudi Arabia in general is like the third, the number three country that kills the most people annually. Like, why are we? Why why is WWE? I know why, but like, why do they just sell themselves out to a to a country that? Executes their own people like this, dude. What's number one country? Did they did they say? Probably I don't China. Know number one. Yeah, maybe China. I would think China. Oh, because oh, of babies. That and just uh, the 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 communist government and um, like they have a high prison. They have a high prison population. Or North Korea. North Korea is also up there too, as well. Who knows? But I don't yeah. Know. But um, I want to go back really quick to um, to the Brock segment to the to them to cash it. This past Monday, he he harped so much on the Universal Championship that he didn't even mention the WWE title, like as if it was an afterthought. That's that's a Vince thing. For yeah. sure. That's a Vince thing right there. Like you would think Brock's gonna cash on either champion, and you would think like they'd be consistent with like, well, let's let's tease the fans and have them ca- maybe cash in also on the WWE Championship as well. But there was no mention of that at all this week. No, and that's because in Vince's eyes, the universe is a bigger champion than the world championship. <laughs> um, it's the, it's the same, but it's red. It's not, it's there's no prestige to it as well. It's, it's on raw. Um, yeah, exactly. I have a couple, uh, fan questions. All right. Ooh. Um, number one, did you guys watch double or nothing on TV when you got back? If so, did you have a different opinion on it? Good or bad? What were your thoughts on the production and camera angles missing things that people uh, w- were complaining about? I have not had a chance to watch NXT, or I haven't had a chance to watch Double or Nothing. Um, I've watched the all the the buy-in. I watched that the Battle Royal, right? Yes, but I didn't. I didn't. I haven't had a chance to watch the rest of the show. Yeah, same here. I only watched the Battle Royal. Um, I'm hopefully um, if I do get a chance this weekend, I'll actually go ahead and go through Double or Nothing again and um, actually get a different perspective of watching it live. Um, but, yeah, aside from the Battle Royal buy-in, I haven't really seen it. I haven't seen the pay-per-view yet. Where can you watch it? Uh, whoever asked that question, is there a stream? <laughs> I know It's hard to find it on YouTube, the whole show. You can probably find it on Daily Motion. Oh, yeah, Daily Motion. If you do the legal um, stream or if you just purchase from probably from the Bleacher Report. I figure since I was I was there, I shouldn't have to put out another 50 bucks to, to watch it. I heard J- uh, JR's commentary wasn't the greatest. Yeah, that's what I heard the same thing. Uh, so I, I really want to see how the whole the pr- from like a TV viewer side, I want to see how the production was. That's that's you know? what I want to see too. Yeah. I mean, in the building, um, I forgot my <laughs> forgot to wear my glasses, so I couldn't see the ring too well. So I'd have to look at the screens a lot, and especially when they had the AEW title unveiling, like Brett or whoever the camera person didn't get a good shot of it, so I still didn't know what the title looked like until I got back to the it room. It kind of looked like how um, 
the pixel. Remember when Ric Flair debuted the big gold belt um, back in um, back in ninety one, and it was all pixelated. Yeah, that's what it kind of reminded me of. Yeah, like <laughs> you couldn't really get a good shot of it because it looked pixelated. But then again, I was I also wasn't wearing my glasses either, so like it, it that's how it looked like from my perspective as well. Um. All right. So, we'll we'll get back to you on that one. Um. Another question. This one's kind of long, so I'm just gonna read it verbatim. Go for it. Here. As a new company, AEW claims to make storylines make sense. In the Cody Dustin storyline, I was being told a story about one brother that wants uh, that wants to basically kill his older brother and the era he came from. They kill each other in a brutal match. I believe we shouldn't see any blood unless the two guys hate each other, by the way. Then, at the end of the match, we're told that Cody needs a partner for his tag match for the next show against who? Not just two guys that he has that ha- he has no other choice to, but to ask his brother... Oh, wait, sorry. This this came out of... This, this got a little mixed up here. Um... Not just two guys that he has no other choice but to ask his brother he just murdered, but his buddies. Am I missing something? Did Cody spend months trying to find a partner, but no one wanted to team with him, leaving him no choice but to ask his brother he just murdered? Or is there a reason Cody is wrestling the Young Bucks in the first place? Why would Dustin say yes to teaming with Cody after everything he just did and said to him? From from that perspective, that is a very good point. I mean, you look at the rivalry between Cody and Dustin, the promos leading up to it. It was indeed a blood feud. Um, Cody wanted to end his brother and what his brother represented. Um, the story that was told was that Cody hated the Attitude Era. And right after that, they make up, and all of a sudden, like Cody signed, he got signed up into a match with against the Young Bucks for what seems like for no reason at all. Yes. And you would think, like, with all this time, like, he knew about the match. you think he would find a partner. Maybe Cody was so much of an asshole that nobody wanted to partner with him, and he had no choice but to ask his brother for it. I like to think of it as, like, a respect thing. Like, we just went to war with each other. Mm-hmm. Who better than the guy that just took me to my limit uh, to be my partner for this match? Um, that's that's sure. what I think. But it's, it's a really good point. It is. But, but it's, it's, I think it's classic, it is a good res- point. it's classic wrestling, you know, storytelling. I think... You've seen it before. I, I can't name any examples, but you know, some you you push someone to the edge, and they've been in battle with you, especially if it's your blood brother. Of course, you're gonna want to go to battle with that person. I mean, a perfect example of that would be, um, and I'm using an old example from the '90s was R- RVD and Sabu. They would have like these oh, yeah. wars back in ECW, and it accumulated in a in a. I forgot which event it was though. But the point of it was that after the match, um, they ma- they made peace with each other and they became a tag team after, and they w- and they dominated the tag team division for a while after af- after that. So um, and that and there's other examples as well. But to me, like that's probably the m- most um notice most significant example of going into a blood feud and then going into a uh, tag team partnership. With Sheamus that and Cesaro rival. did it. They did. They, that's true. Oh, they yeah, did. True. It wasn't that bloody, but it wasn't uh, that bloody though. But they definitely were like heated rivals for a, for a hot minute. I mean, if you, if you from probably from WWE's eyes, it was a a, a blood feud, but <laughs> yeah, uh, with a, no no blood, was no blood shed. though, a bloodless blood feud basically. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the, the last question is uh, NXT Takeover or AEW Double or Nothing? What was better? Right now, like between okay, I don't, I don't know if we answered this question, but. Um, as far as overall, from beginning to finish, I would say TakeOver was the better show. 
Um, even though it was only five matches, those five matches, they were better than, I don't want to say they were better than anything that AEW had, but um, it was a solid card from beginning to end. Uh, Double or Nothing was solid as well, but I think the quality of matches weren't as good as Takeovers. Um, I I agree. Um, I think I think Takeover because it was a shorter show. It was only like two and a half hours long. Um, Gee, that's they, crazy. They cut out all the fat. Where you know Double or Nothing could have trimmed a couple things. Um, I I thought top to bottom NXT blew me away. I'm gonna have. I only saw like I said those two matches on uh, Double or Nothing. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna say NXT only because from a viewer's perspective, it, the production looks way better. Uh, obviously, because they got that WWE money. Yeah. And um, I'm more invested in those characters um, yeah, more. That and makes sense. Yeah. So, like, it's like a sh- uh, AEW is that new TV show. You're still trying to figure out what the characters are, who the characters are, and if it's worth investing your time, you know? And uh, Hard Work Brad Tharp uh, w- brought up something where Double or Nothing or AEW is kind of made for guys like us, Marks, mm. that know the inside stuff. But for a casual fan that don't know who Orange Cassidy is and why he's has his hands in his pocket and he lightly is kicking Tommy Dreamer. Um, a casual fan won't know what the hell is going on. I don't think I, mean? I don't think NXT is for the casual fan either, though. That's right. That's the conversation we, we were having in our thread earlier with Bobby. Yeah, let's um, let's talk about that. We'll we'll end the show on this this conversation. Yeah. Like, what do you think? Like, it's hard to really phrase that question because we covered a lot about like why WWE with the roster they have is. They can't make the same product NXT or you know double or AEW. It's are putting it's in. it's simple because the on Raw and SmackDown you have to write material that's for three hours on Mondays and two hours on Tuesdays, and you're not gonna get what you want in that show. You got your idea is to try to fit everyone into that into that three hour time show, and as I mentioned earlier, what you may have on a Sunday night is not gonna be there by the time the show's ro- ready to roll. My thing is, that's fine. If you're having a hard time writing a three-hour show every week, that's fine. I would accept that if the match quality was still high. Good, good point. Um, because you have you know NXT that comes out and blows me away with probably some, one of the best top-to-bottom shows I've seen all year. And then the next night on Raw, we don't get wrestling for an, over an hour. We don't get a good match. The Shane McMahon match that came in like the 57-minute mark wasn't a match. So I had to wait till I got to see Ricochet and Cesaro an hour two and a half. To be an actual match. To, like an actual match. Like, that's ridiculous. At least give me good wrestling. I can deal with a shitty show that doesn't have good storylines as long as those good stories are being told in the ring and these guys are actually being able to go out there and do what they do best. And this is the best roster they have in the world and you can't put together you can't let them put together a good 15 minute match i think it's a perfect example of no matter how talented you have with the with the, with the crew and with the talent it doesn't mean anything if you can't produce it if you can't deliver that talent to their full expectation and yeah this is a perfect example right here because you have a guy like cedric alexander that's not even on the show he lost the the cruiserweight title and where has he been on main event who the fuck watches main event <laughs> no one be, watches it he needs to be on Raw. He needs these guys need time to shine and go out there. And I don't need to see, uh, you know, a thirty-minute promo on whether Brock's going to cash in Money in the Bank or not. Right. It's it's too promo heavy um, on the main shows, and the and it's they they follow the same format they've done for the past twenty years. The thing is, they too, have it's, a, 
it's it's all sorry to cut you off. No, no, go for it. I think it's they're catered to different brands, like we talked about earlier, right? Because NXT is its own brand, and you know the main roster is its own brand, and they're like like Andrew said earlier, it's it's certain wrestling shows are catered for marks. Which you know would be your indie wrestling, you know your NXTs. Your NXT, One, one's yeah. catered to the marks, others catered to the masses. And Correct. And with Raw and SmackDown, they do have uh, the, they do have the ability to cater to the masses because they're on USA. They're on a network where it reaches millions of people's homes. At the, at the very same time too, like there's a lot of wrestlers who have big time success on the NXT uh, indie level, but it doesn't translate. And that partially, it's it's I think you can blame the writers and all that, but sometimes talent doesn't necessarily translate. You know what I mean? Yeah, just because you're successful in NXT doesn't mean you're going to be successful on the main roster. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's kind of a 50-50 thing, although WWE is making it hard for us to believe but that right now because they're really putting out a shitty product. But I think but some... Yeah. But people... Vince Vince isn't trying to put on a wrestling show anymore. He's, yeah, he's done. He's not. WWE he's done. is not a wrestling show anymore. They they don't even like to say the word wrestling. They call <laughs> Ric Flair the greatest sports entertainer. Fuck you with that bullshit. It's a dirty word. WWE is not in the market for putting on wrestling matches anymore. They're there to build stories and sell advertising and sell toys and sell merchandise. That's what Raw and SmackDown are are used for primarily. Wrestling is an afterthought on these shows, and it's it's showing more and more. Especially when you when I can watch an hour long NXT match and thoroughly being in there's no there's like really no promos there's some build of hype packages but for the most part it's all wrestling like and why can't i get that at least if you're gonna have a three-hour raw give me one and a half hours of wrestling at least yeah and not you know how long smackdown was in wrestling 19 minutes minutes of wrestling last week and a two-hour show that's terrible fuck out of here dude that's crazy to me. And, and that's the problem is that you have these long shows and you're trying to fill two hours. And like you said, you have a, a two-hour SmackDown show that consists of 19 minutes of wrestling. Whereas on NXT, you have an hour show and that consists of at least 20 minutes of wrestling. And you have more than one match on there. It's probably 45 minutes of wrestling. And, yeah, majority of the show, majority of the NXT one-hour shows, they do involve, um, they do involve matches. And it's not the same matches that you'd see every week. Although... There was an exception with uh, Mia Yim versus uh, Bianca Belair. That was the second time, second week in a row they did have a match, and they do do that here and there, but it is nowhere as bad as they do it on Raw and SmackDown where they just abuse the shit out of it. And we didn't get a 50-50 booking decision this no, week we on didn't. that. No, nope. we didn't. Uh, which is very surprising because I've been <laughs> trained. If you won the week before, you're going to lose the next week, um, which is another thing I wanted to talk about. Ricochet and Cesaro, the whole buildup in the rematch they, Renee called it the rubber match for some reason. Um, the whole point of the rematch was Cesaro is telling Ricochet, you'll never beat me. I'm better than you. You're a rookie. You don't know anything. Great. Go with that. But instead, you're going to 50-50 book it and have Ricochet beat Cesaro. So that whole storyline is gone now. And where where is the drama? Where is the stakes? At least if you're going to have Cesaro beat Ricochet consistently. You can have like a a big payoff at a pay-per-view where Ricochet's like I'm gonna, I want one more chance against you and I can prove to you. And then they can have their match, have a great fucking match, and then they can shake hands after and be like okay, you earn my respect Ricochet. You you deserve to be here. But instead they blow it off in a week and on a fucking roll up. It's ugh. and they're going to keep doing the same thing over and over again until they get to their uh, next actual pay-per-view which is not going to be Super Showdown. 
and then they're going to have a match, and then they're going to wonder why. How come the fans don't care about it? How come the fans are chatting boring? It's because you do it every week. We've already seen what they've done. We're over it, dude. Like, If you're going to do something like that, this is why you do it on the house show and don't have it advertised every week. Because before, like, I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do that. No, but, no. Um, back in the day, they, um, how they would do it, it was like, in, in order to build up the next feud on TV, they would have two guys, the two guys or the two ladies, on the road, wrestling each other in house shows untelevised to, um, you know, in, in each different city. So that way when they're ready to uh, actually wrestle live, th- it, it seems like they've wrestled like a million times. Already, yeah. Even though it's the first actual time on TV. On TV, yeah. They're using that strategy now for um, for the actual shows, which is something that, that, that is another reason why I don't even care for most of the matches on Raw or SmackDown or even on the pay-per-views for that matter. Well, their house shows are down so much they're having to cancel them left and right. Um, basically, bottom line, they need to take the W out of WWE and just call that World Sports Entertainment Entertainment because that's what they're giving us now. Seriously. Um, it's it's so bad. Um, but we're going to keep watching it for you guys. <laughs> yeah. It's, this uh, is our job. because we love that shit no matter how bad it gets. No matter how bad it gets, well, I still love wrestling. Yeah. I mean, I'm still going to watch. Sports entertainment. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm still being sports entertained every week. <laughs> yeah. No, so, fuck that. I'm still going to watch wrestling, dude. <laughs> It's so it's so crazy to me, and I love that AEW is like, no, we're not a sports entertainment company. We're a fucking wrestling company. Um, you know, they wrestling and proud. I can't wait for the fall. I cannot wait till AEW is on every week, and I can't wait to get something new and exciting. I can't wait to see Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy, you know, on on my TV and actually have fun with it. You know, this is this isn't sour grapes. This isn't something that. We say it every week, like we hate being negative, but it's so easy to be negative on these shows because they're so bad. They're they're doing it to themselves. It's not us doing it to them. Yeah. They're not they're not doing themselves any favor by booking th- these shows like the way they are. And I, I I hate putting it all on Vince and Vince Vince Vince. He gets a lot of shit. He and, does, and a lot of it's man. rightfully so. But he, no one's changed the guard in thirty years. What might have worked 20 years ago, he's still trying to do. He's still trying to do pee and, pee, pee and poop jokes all the time. <laughs> he's getting the, the, giving the fucking revival Uzi hot. To, and, oh, look at the <laughs> Uzi hot. It's pretty funny. Their though. ass is burning. Oh, my God. That's so hilarious. It's not. It's, it's, it's really <laughs> not. It may be funny to you, dude, but not to uh, the millions of fans that watch the show and that have actually been driven away because you think you know what they want and the numbers indicate that they don't like what you're putting out there. Well, keep doing what you're doing, Vince, and you're gonna see. You're gonna see. Wrestling is as hot as it's ever been, ever. And you keep putting this out. That's gonna people are gonna have no option but to take off their nostalgia glasses and put on some new glasses because that's why I like WWE because the nostalgia factor. And you know, for the most part, I get I get sports entertained every week. It's fine, but. You know, there's gonna be a, a a new a new girl coming around. The sad part is, I just read right now that even with a minor dip in the ratings, SmackDown was still the number one cable show this week. Really? That's so Vince is like, "Fuck y'all," probably. But that's because no one's watching TV. That's true. That's well, that true. and also the fact that he's getting paid uh, he's getting paid billions of dollars. He doesn't really he he doesn't really yep, care about what while. we think. Yeah, the the ratings can go down, but I'm still getting Saudi money, and that's gonna make my investors happy. That's all that's about. That's all. That's all for sure. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills catching up, so be careful, <laughs> WWE. 
a lot of quality programming out on, on <laughs> college softball. I, Get the fuck out of here. But I, I said, I said this. Actually, uh, that was, a, that was. I said this a while back. That was a championship game. Oh no wonder. Yeah. UCLA. And I said Damn. this a while back. They're they're getting paid bank right now, but they're, it's at the cost of an eroding audience. The audience is slowly slipping away. Whether it's they're getting tired of three hours of Raw Monday, two hours of SmackDown on Tuesday, or for whatever reason, you know, if AEW is around the corner, they're gonna go around and go to AEW. They have an eroding fan base, and that's something that they should address because it's only a matter of time before it catches up to them, and they realize, oh shit, we don't have anyone else. The thing is, you know, they cater to kids, and kids will look up to what the older people are doing and find out what's cool that way, right? Right. Everyone else, you know, once I, I feel like once AEW pops up, it's going to be on T, TNT. It's going to have major money behind it. I feel like the kids are going to be like, wait, WWE isn't cool anymore. AEW is cool. AEW is the coolest thing going right now. But the thing about that, though, is that it, it, they say they cater to kids, but their average age for a, for the fan is in their 30s. <laughs> Sorry. Guys. It, it really <laughs> it, it really is like they're they, they, they put on a kid show, but. You know they're not getting any new f- any new fans. They're just retaining um, a lot of the old school fans, and even some of the old school fans are starting to turn away from it. Well, there's so many more options now. Um, Th- that too, as well. I mean, there's that, and also just the fact that they're just putting on a product where fans are just getting tired of it. They're like, you know what? I don't need I don't need to spend five hours a week watching this. I can do something else instead. And I'll catch the the Hulu version, or I'll watch you know on uh, YouTube somehow. And that's a or I'll listen or I'll listen to a put the put me over podcast and get filled in that way. Yeah, exactly. And, and and I think that's a bullshit argument saying like, well, if we if we didn't put the p- clips on YouTube or on Twitter, you know, our ratings would be higher. And that's total bullshit. I don't buy that at all. I think we should end it here. Yeah, yeah. We're we're all worked the, up. We did my have a heated topic though. It, it it definitely was a heated uh, discussion. Though. My blood pressure is through the roof right now, and Let it's not because of the chili cheese fries I ate yeah, earlier. From where? Hey-o. Um, where did I? Tommy's. Oh, the OG chili cheese. OG. Um, but thank you guys so much for for listening to the podcast, downloading, telling your friends, telling your neighbors, telling your friends' neighbors. We are the new, 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 new. World Order Professional Podcasting, and we will see you next week.